Hiya, pals! Welcome to the Mouse Bites Podcast! Here we go! Welcome to Mouse Bites, the show all about Disney video games, past and present. This is episode 28, and I'm your host, Jeff, joined as always by Clay. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Good. Uh, getting back into this podcasting thing. Uh, it's been yeah. a little while. It has, unfortunately, a little longer than I'd like, but I have no one to blame but myself. Yeah, that's it's okay. Sometimes it works out that way just thinking about it the last time we we recorded was still winter technically by like a week and uh we are now in the second day of summer so not to date the episode too much but uh a little three three month break in there we took a we took a whole season off basically that's that's it yeah but summer is a good time to play games reminds me of what i used to do on my summer vacations growing up yeah and uh so this most recent one we did is called ratatouille all right so ratatouille what the heck is this game you want to give us a little info about it yes so uh if you're thinking back uh what is this ratatouille game maybe i've played this yeah it's a uh it's a very on the nose uh licensed you know movie tie-in video game uh if not maybe the epitome of of such a thing um it's your it's your normal uh i guess at this point it'd be you know like a 3d platformer uh, where you run around and and do a bunch of things that somewhat tie in with the movie so this is like typical tie-in material if you ask me um a couple a little bit information about this game uh had multiple developers um one two three four five to be exact uh for the various versions uh developers included asobo studio heavy iron studios uh helix i think is how you pronounce that locomotive games and universe somo were all different developers of this game so um there's some different versions out there which makes covering this a, a little more difficult um but we'll talk more about that. Um, I'm not going to go through all of the dates of release because there's a lot. Uh, but the, the main ones that we're covering today uh, re- released in North America uh, June 26th of 2007. Uh, and then Europe a little bit later in September 28th of 2007. So um, thereabouts. I was, uh, I think, a senior in high school when that happened. So... Um, here are the consoles that it came to and oh by golly are there many because there's a lot let's see if I can uh, list these all off in one breath we've got GameCube Game Boy Advance J2ME Microsoft Windows mobile phone Nintendo DS OS X PlayStation 2 PlayStation 3 PlayStation Portable Wii and original Xbox wow and I'm and uh, the 360, 360. Yeah. Yeah, 360 <laughs> is not on there. Um, yeah. Impressive, though. Man. 
that's a that's a lot of things to come out on yeah it really is i mean and all of that it's essentially a couple per studio um right and it's not quite as balanced as like each studio did two versions like a sobo did kind of the the heavy lifting on this one with most of the versions Mm -hmm. but dang that's a lot of that's a lot of systems do you know what J2ME is, Jeff? Yes, that is the Java 2 Micro Edition wow. uh, port of Java that allowed it to run on mobile devices. Did you actually know that or did you look it up? Um, I was familiar with it. I had to look up the exact, like what the ME was, but I okay. I, I knew what Java 2 Yeah, Java was. 2. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that that kind of dates that one. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm... Um, yeah, so there was different versions. Um, I guess we'll just go into the our history with this game, and we can kind of discuss what versions we played. Um, I had no history with this game, and so I picked up a copy of the Wii version on eBay for very cheap, and uh, that's the version I played leading up to this episode. Jeff, do you have any history with this game? I also do not have any history with this game, and I was sort of when we were discussing doing it was kind of trying to figure out how I wanted to get it because I really didn't want to spend I think it's like 20 bucks on like the Xbox store right um and just the week we decided to do it it went on sale a bunch of Disney games went on sale and so I think I got it either for five or ten bucks and I was like okay I can justify that (laughs) Um, so I played it on the 360 um, and it's not backwards compatible on the one so I actually had to go plug in my 360 again Um, I know first world problems (laughs) <laughs> but it, it was a pain in the butt that thing's a little um hefty and has a gigantic power brick that yeah i just kind of forgot about <laughs> like i cannot believe how big the power brick on the thing is anyway i'm digressing uh yeah so no history at all going into it just kind of played it blindly and uh it's an interesting game that's what i'll say now before we get into it um But with that, I suppose we can jump into our full gameplay discussion. All right. And okay, Google Docs. Thank you. (laughs) Just popped up with a grammar (laughs) suggestion right as I was trying to read. (laughs) Oh, helpful. (laughs) Right over top of what I was trying to read. Okay. So for gameplay discussion, we discuss the visuals, the audio, gameplay difficulty, story, and go through the levels. So... We will start, as we often do, with the visuals of the game. Um, because we played two different versions, it will, it'll be interesting to kind of hear what we each thought of it. So uh, I'll go ahead and start with the 360 version. Um, overall, pretty good visuals for, uh, you know, licensed games in general tend to be a little uh, generic and simplistic looking, but... Um, this one, I don't know, it's, it's got decent texture work, good color palette, um, matches the look of the film, which I liked. Some of the character models for the humans look a little wonky, but uh, in general, they're not horrible. Um, there's been far worse that we've covered. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any great like lighting effects or um, like water effects, anything like that. Nothing really stands out. There is... Um, I feel like there's a little bit of weather effect in the opening sequence as the rain kind of starts after the uh, the house, 
but right um beyond that i think there's like a nice glow in the restaurant and the kitchen and stuff um but i don't know nothing super duper impressed me but it didn't look bad um what what is your kind of hot take on it well so i played this obviously the wii version which was a standard definition console Mm -hmm. uh but I played it on my Wii U, so I don't know right. if that necessarily helped it. Um, you know, probably not. But um, I don't know. It kind of looked crappy. Uh, maybe a little bit better than you know your like an N sixty four game. Um, yeah. I don't know. I kind of can like the more I look at it, it kind of reminds me of the quality, which this isn't necessarily a compliment to the game of like Conquer Live and Reloaded almost. Um, al- almost like that level of quality of graphics, in my opinion, it looks yeah. like a like a uh, original Xbox kind of. I don't know, and then there's that's more like the character models and some of the other things. There, mm-hmm. there is some cool lighting effects and stuff like you mentioned, um, but I don't know. It it's a licensed game, so you know I think they just kind of threw art assets around to everybody, like. Yeah. Here you go. Use this, and you know, just downgrade it as much as you need to. Um, but I imagine this probably didn't look much different if you were to play it on PlayStation Two, Xbox, or if you jumped up to the Wii version because they're all that standard definition stuff. And so, right. um, a lot of textures and things when you get up close to it just don't look very good. Agreed. Um, so Even unfortunately, on the Xbox Three Sixty version. Um, really? Yeah, you're, yeah. You, yeah. I didn't really think about that. There's fur shading on the rats, um, and I don't know how much it was on the Wii version, but it actually looks pretty good on the on the three. Not version. much, not yeah. much. Okay, it, <laughs> maybe uh, it maybe does some look of the more conquer like, maybe the cinematic stuff. Uh, or maybe it would be a little better, if I, but like the actual 3D models of them in game, just it's just real blocky and yeah polygon looking so um i don't know i I, maybe conquer's a weird comparison because he's all like furry and stuff and these guys yeah so maybe even in that regard like it's better than than this but um i don't know this was way after that game came out so i feel like it should be well you know we say way after but it's only two years after is that all yeah (laughs) okay i know isn't that crazy (laughs) but Um, and to think I don't know. And to think that a, a next gen, the Wii, you know, yeah. a, a generation after the original Xbox, you'd think that it would be on a better um, level, but not necessarily. The, yeah. The interesting comparison there is that, you know, if you think of what the Wii was hardware wise, it was basically a double GameCube. It was like two GameCubes slapped together. A little more than that, but like for all intents and purposes. And, you know, if you compare the original GameCube to the original Xbox, um, the original Xbox is about one one and a half times more powerful than the GameCube. So, to compare it to an original Xbox game, maybe not may not be too much of a stretch. Yeah, and and I mean, Asobo made the PS2, Wii, GameCube, and Xbox versions. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's probably very I mean, similar. Yeah, and you think like that there were late older generation releases. They had probably mastered the hardware. Like Asobo's a pretty good studio as far as visuals. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've done a lot of modern ports of like, oh, uh, they feel like they worked on, I know they did like the Disneyland Adventure port for the Xbox One and um, some other Disney games. I mean, I, they work with Disney a lot. I think they worked on Infinity and stuff. So anyway, long story short with them is that they, 
they do better with graphics than maybe some other just generic port studios. So I think it was good to have them working on this one. Yeah, and if it were up to me, I would strongly suggest if you did play a version to tr- at least go for one of the higher def versions and maybe yeah. not the standard def ones. But that's just my opinion. So yeah, that's probably good advice. I'd say the the tr- the three sixty one was not like breathtaking by any stretch, but it was definitely better looking than the footage I saw of the GameCube one. Um, right. Yeah. um, Yeah. So, uh, anything else graphically that you wanted to call out, or would you like to move on to? Um, I guess the only other thing that I can think of that was somewhat visually cool, I guess, was the uh, there's like these dream sequences in the game. Oh yeah, where you're going through the air and there's like all these giant um, like food things that you're jumping over, and um, I don't know, like the clouds and stuff that that are you're over top of. I think actually look pretty decent. Um, yeah. The, and, and you, sorry, sorry. I was just saying, and you can like see further out. Um, and a lot of these levels, you can't really see far away, but in, in these sequences, you can kind of see the entire level and where you can go and not go and stuff. And so I think that part looks, looks decent. looks pretty, pretty good for the time. Cause uh, you know, N64 games didn't have a really far like distance that you could mm-hmm. see. So I don't know. That was the only other thing I thought of. Interesting is that the the 360 version does not have those same sequences. It does have dream sequences, but they are like single frame. They kind of look like the best comparison I can think of is like the ukulele mini games where the camera is kind of like high and away and zoomed out a little bit. And um, in these ones, it's like either you're running on a cylinder uh, in avoiding obstacles as it rotates um, or like there was other ones I didn't actually play, but it looks like it's a cube and you're avoiding uh, different falling rectangles. I mean, it's, they're huh. not nearly as cool looking as the ones on the, the version you played, which is weird that they yeah. kind of at least matched that. It's, it's, there are some odd minor differences between these two versions. Um, and I don't think we're going to go in depth too much with the other versions, but like, for whatever reason, the PSP version is a completely different plot than all these other ones, whereas these ones share at least the same plot. Right. Um, very just random things that are slightly different. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I was kind of bummed that my version didn't have those whimsical kind of like, they reminded me a little bit of the Mario Sunshine yeah. levels where you're just kind of like in this abstract space floating in the clouds or mm-hmm. I think even Galaxy had a few of those. And, um, yeah, it looked kind of interesting, little diversion. I don't know what the context of the game is, that if he ate a bad... I think food. he's just, like, in a, a culinary bliss, because he's okay. just... He's, he loves food, and so... Like, there's one that's just nothing but, like, grilled meat. And so you're <laughs> jumping from, like, hot dogs to hamburgers to, like, shish kebabs. And <laughs> so I think, I think he's just, like, having, like food hangover or like he's like high on food or something i don't know um they're grasping at straws of ways to come up with different things but um well i yeah i mean i used i kind of thought that the things themselves were stupid but once you told me that your version didn't even have them i'm kind of like wow that's kind of actually unfortunate so maybe makes me appreciate it a little more yeah if you ever have a chance to check out footage from this one you'll see like just how almost plain looking the 
those sequences are in this one. It's just they seem I don't want to say lazy, but definitely not as cool as as the other version. So, huh. um, yeah. Uh, alrighty then. With that, we'll jump into the audio. Um, and the audio for this game is actually really good. It was maybe my favorite part of the whole game. Uh, it has the original voice cast, which is pretty rare. I feel like for licensed games, it's not, I guess not completely unheard of. Right. Um, you know, but for Pixar games in general, it's like Toy Story. I don't think they've ever had the real voice cast. They they do usually get um, Tom Hanks' brother to do Woody, which is good for him. <laughs> um, you know, but Tim Allen has never done them and a lot of the other characters. So uh, right. this one was cool to have Pat Oswald and I don't know any of the other voice cast, but Emil and uh, I think Linguini and the whole Linguini. kitchen staff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any substitutes, but in general, it's it's mostly the originals. The performances are pretty good. Um, the writing is not excellent, and I think that sort of, you know, some of the things get repeated or whatever, right. and, you know, that typical video game problem. But, um, yeah, Linguini's voice and, like, this first <laughs> section when I played, where, excuse me, where you're fixing the soup in the kind of stealthy area, um, it was kind of cool to have his real voice there, and it, it definitely made the connection uh, for me better. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, like, studios realize, like, that makes a world of difference of, like, the level of immersion. If they can actually mm-hmm. secure and get people to do it, like, it makes a world of a difference on, you know, how much better it can be if you right. if you have that. So, I don't know if they, like, tie that into people's, you know, contracts when they make the, the movie. Like, contract, yeah. Right? But... Yeah, it was nice. I, I don't know if there were any substitutes. There probably was. Um, mm-hmm. They might not have got everybody. But as far as I could tell, everybody was the actual person. And, and that was a, one of the big things a lot of other people loved about this game was, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you're a kid, you usually catch that stuff pretty quick. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, going from Aladdin 1 to Aladdin 2, you can tell that that's not Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to pull that over. Maybe some kids are, uh, you know they don't notice it but at least for me I, I, it was kind of noticeable but totally yep i it's always a big thing for me as well and and i think it's disappointing sometimes that tie-in games are just kind of like really just treated like marketing ploys they're not really treated at the high quality standards that you would get from a you know a full dev cycle and, and a triple a studio and all that you know and it's it's weird because when we were when we were kids like triple a studios did make the tie-in games and i think maybe that's why the old super nintendo and genesis games were better received and higher quality you know and, and right you know it felt like it went down once we hit the 3d era and i think it's a, because it just took longer to make games and the development time was the same you know it's like the movie takes this long to make so the game has that same window right and it's yeah, it's too bad you know and sometimes tie-ins are made in conjunction the one that comes to the top of my mind is not disney but it's enter the matrix and they tried to give it a full production and it still just wasn't that great but Mm. um i don't know if you ever played that one but um back to the audio audio yeah the music of this game is is really good too i enjoyed that soundtrack and uh something we've joked about before is like the sound either the sound effects or the music test on our wives <laughs> right my wife right. really liked this one she was like oh yeah i can hang out in the, in the room while you're playing that and that 
That's saying something. Gets the wife thumbs up. That's right. Nice. Did you like? The yeah, movie? yeah. I think the uh, the music in this is really really good, and uh, what maybe wasn't as apparent to me playing through, um, but then when I sat down later and pulled it up and started listening to it online. At one point, I was like, is this actually even the music to the game? Or is it, did I, like, pull up the movie soundtrack? Because yeah. it, it really did sound that that good. And obviously, we're getting to, you know, close to the era where you have that CD quality kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, And so I don't, I don't know how much of it is original to the game or how much of it they, you know, just lifted from, you know, the soundtrack to the movie. But um, I don't know. It's, it's got it all. You know, it's got the, uh, the French kind of feel with the mm. accordion and and that kind of yeah. thing and and it just really i think fit perfectly with you know the source material and so uh, like i said i don't know if they just literally pulled it from the movie or I don't how think much they of it did i think it's okay. all original because i i do know the mu- the movie soundtrack pretty well and i didn't feel like i ever recognized anything one for one Okay. But I did like that they, they did tie in the actual movie themes. It's something we always have talked about on this show is like, oh, I wish they would have used the actual music and not taken so many liberties with it. So, right. Yeah, I agree. It, it fits in really well. It sounds like it was lifted from the soundtrack. It was like the ambiotic, or, <laughs> ambient um, yes. background music. So. <laughs> yeah, so uh, great. Um, when I, w- I looked it up online, I was reading through comments on like the YouTube video of it and mm-hmm. it was crazy how many people had commented that like it brought them back to being a kid and playing this game or mm-hmm. how nostalgic the music made them feel, which is, it's kind of weird for me to like think that a Ratatouille game would, you know, like people were saying they were like, yeah. right. And like they were, te- they're tearing up listening to it cause it's so <laughs> beautiful and stuff. And I'm like, what? Yeah. It's a crappy like movie tie in game. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I do think the, the the music itself, you know, really does stand up well. So mm-hmm. I think that compared with the phenomenal voice, you know, voice work, yeah. uh, voice acting definitely sets this one as the audio kind of being the stronger. Uh, and yeah, I think the visuals are a little weaker and yeah. which isn't always the case necessarily. Sometimes the, the audio is kind so of the point. So yeah. And on, on the 360, you know, the visuals are a little bit better. And so it, I felt like the visuals and the audio were pretty strong. And then we'll get into it. But the rest of the game, maybe not so much. Ooh. <laughs> ah, um, but yeah. And then uh, the last thing is kind of the sound design and sound effects and all that. Um, off the top of my head, nothing really was terrible. There's a few redundant sound effects, as I mentioned earlier, with voice clips. Uh, some of the jumping things are kind of like Looney Tune sounding, which doesn't really right. match the feeling of the movie, but like whatever, it's a platform game and it's, it's sort of a, a feedback for, you know, it's a, the thing I'm thinking of is when you're jumping from like a top of a skinny, I don't know if they're like poles or whatever, but there's like different parts where you're jumping, uh, doing platforming from narrow thing to narrow thing. And it's like kind of boing, boing, but yeah, um, I, I agree. Anyway, there's there's definitely some cartoony sound effects that yes. feel a little out of place at times. Mm-hmm. But but there's some nice little like details. Like I like when when you're running on all fours and stuff, you you hear the little yeah. you know, scurrying of the feet and stuff. So there's some some sound effects that feel right and fit well, but then there's some that don't fit well. I think yeah, so. totally. Um. I guess one thing we didn't touch on in the visuals was sort of the animations and stuff, which is something 
I think is important for doing Disney <laughs> tie-ins. Yeah. Um, and the, like the main character animation is pretty good. He's got good run cycle. And when he jumps, he's got some kind of fluidity um, and some, some weight to him. And he spins when he jumps, which is kind of cool, like rolls in midair. Um, but some of the, like specifically what comes to mind is when, the boss characters are chasing you, which again, we'll get into a little bit later. Their animations are maybe not so great. I don't no. know. They, they just look like robotic zombies and yeah. unnatural <laughs> and not very fluid. So, uh, you know, it's a mixed bag, but at least Remy's animations are decent. But then it's cool, like on the other end, because yeah, like the, the boss animations are like robots. But then mm-hmm. when you get caught, there's like a you lose uh, cutscene mm-hmm. and you like get put in a jar and he kind of makes this face. Um, and so there's stuff like, like that where yeah. at times I think it, it's actually a lot better. Um, yeah. But then certain animations just look a little clunky, I think. But mm-hmm. most of the cutscenes play out really well. Yeah. Um, there's no like ugly speech bubbles or anything, right. um, at least in the main cutscene. So, um, so that's nice. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- so I think the cutscenes work. I I appreciate they're not like still images or something. They actually you know fully, you know, three D animated them or whatever. But yeah. so, yep, cool. Alrighty, uh, I think we've pretty much covered the visuals and the audio now at this point. So now we'll jump into the meat and potatoes with the gameplay and the difficulty. Yes. Yeah. So overall, the game controls well, in my opinion. I I didn't really have huge issues um, with like jumping and running and all that stuff. Uh, There's a couple of times, especially in those chase sequences where it's like, I just couldn't time my jump right and I would fall or run into things or whatever, um, which was kind of annoying. It, it does that run at the camera thing, Crash Bandicoot style. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I Overall, I didn't dislike the gameplay. I, you know, the jumping and platforming seemed decently solid for a 3D tie-in game. Mm-hmm. Um, the mini games, I didn't really get to too many of those. I think I did, like, the first one with the suit, but... Um, on the Xbox and PlayStation 3 version, it's almost entirely like you have a ingredient matched to a stick floating somewhere on screen as like a 2D icon, and you just have to move that as quickly as you can over a plate icon that's floating on the screen, um, which is really weird. I think the quick time event looking ones from the version you played that I saw uh, look a little better and more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, curious how those were for you and gameplay in general yeah yeah um for the most part i think it it all played fine i agree with you the uh the reverse view running toward the camera stuff for some reason just i don't know if it it was the controls necessarily or if it was just like the level design but it, it just felt a little funky but um yeah, the majority of the game is played out in, like we said, kind of this 3D platformer thing where, you know, you can change your camera angle and you run around and you jump and think, thankfully you got your double jump. Uh, it's not a Disney, yeah. you know, game without double jumps. And so, <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of them don't, but um, some of my favorites do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so really the way the gameplay kind of is set out, and it it is a bit repetitive, but yeah. um, basically, there's I think 13 levels 
um, in this game. But then each level has multiple missions that you can do. And so kind of like in some of the Tony Hawk games, you, you, yeah. you explore around, you find a person, you talk to them, and they have you do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, while doing these things, you're always finding collectibles, um, hidden things, and uh, some not-so-hidden things. Um and uh also like you know fighting bad guys or whatever um so as you do those you also have side missions that you can do um or which are kind of actually more like mini games and mm-hmm. um that kind of thing uh, a, a big one are these uh pipe sliding sequences where you're going to, like you're always in sewers in this game cuz for some reason i guess cuz you're a rat and so there's a lot of uh, sliding down pipes and collecting things as you fall. Except not um, in the 360 and PlayStation 3 version, interestingly. There's a lot of sequences in the sewers, but they're all platforming in this version. So weird. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, there's no, none of that sliding stuff. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's some different mechanics. There's, like, uh, there's a part where you have to sneak around these, I think they're cats, and you have to kind of weave in and out without them seeing you. So there's a little bit of stealth thrown in, a little bit of everything really. There's yeah. a part where you are on this bounce or the ball, and you got to like balance on the ball and walk on top of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just all the kind of cliche stuff that you're used to in in these kinds of games. Um, I don't know. I kept thinking back to Pixar Rush that yeah. we reviewed, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I feel like we kind of got all of a lot of this uh just in that game and it yeah. was like i feel like i would rather have just done the the pixar rush like i feel like it hit on everything and mm-hmm. I, I don't know so it, i kept thinking of that especially like on like the the sliding parts it was like yeah this is pretty <laughs> that much that game yeah um what's interesting also now that i'm, I'm scrubbing through a long a let's play a long play of the 360 version. I don't think you control Linguini in this one. Um, I, di- I certainly didn't when I played it, but I didn't finish the whole thing. But um, <laughs> looking through this footage, I don't see anything where you play as Linguini. Just uh, some cooking Weird. games when I was talking about the move the stick over the plate. Um, huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah, because you totally do in, in the version I played, mm-hmm. um, which. Yeah. If anything, that should have been like the majority of the game. Right, should have that been. would have been a cool mechanic. And yeah, find <sighs> the ingredients in the kitchen and make the right recipe and cook at the right time. Like you could have made a cooking mini game that was more fun than most of these. Yeah, other mini games. Yeah, and but so I'm really bummed yeah. that that wasn't even part of this one. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the main kind of pl- like plot point of. Yeah, of the movie, really. Even, yeah. You know, and so I don't know, but a lot of the mini games are kind of lackluster. Like, there's one where you're decorating a cake and you just press the buttons <laughs> like you would in like any normal rhythm game, uh, like your DDR kind of thing. And so I don't know. It it just seems like they're like, uh, we need a mini game here. Like, well, let's uh, let's have them make a cake, um, <laughs> and then we'll just have them like press buttons when it gets to the circle and. I don't know. So yeah, a lot of them kind of like felt. One. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's better. I, it, maybe it's better that they were like, hey, we're not going to put those stupid, worthless little rhythm or whatever mini games yeah. in. Like, we're just going to stick to the main stuff. I don't know. Um, anytime you, you hear a game that doesn't have something in it, you automatically think, oh, that's going to be the worst version because it's missing content. Right, but 
you might actually be better off that you didn't have it. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't played all the mini games, so I can't really say if the majority of them are good or bad. But um, the ones I did play weren't necessarily like super strong um, games. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's I don't know. I guess that's that's one thing. One thing I did think was kind of cool, and I, I don't know if you explored around in your menus a whole lot but in the wii version there are a lot of unlockables and different things like in the menus that you can access uh as you play through the game uh they even have like cheat codes um there's one where you can input it that has something to do with onions and basically every time uh remy jumps he also farts uh which is pretty great Um, i didn't play around with the menu in mind so i'm not sure if this one had that but that's all okay Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, there's like bonus art that you can unlock. There's movie clips that you can watch, including huh. a Wally teaser, oh. uh, which wow. I thought was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, there's concept art, and then they have a bunch of multiplayer mini games as well that you can play. Um, which I did not play because I didn't have a bunch of people around. And even if I did have friends over, I don't think that I have the um. I don't know what the word is. I'm not. I'm not man enough to ask my friends to to play uh, this game with me that came out on the Wii for you know for a good movie, but for an old movie. So yeah. So I didn't try those, but they definitely tried to come up with additional stuff to do um, and things to unlock. And so um, I know we heard through a, a, a buddy of ours on Twitter that the the Xbox version has, I guess, a lot of achievements. So to actually yeah. like get all the achievements in this game is, I I have to imagine is probably pretty crazy because there's yeah. a, a lot of things to unlock and, mm-hmm. and complete and stuff. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. I don't know. So that's kind of a lot of the game. Yeah. So it's really just that over and over. Next level. Mm-hmm. You you're back to 3D platforming. You're exploring around, finding uh collectibles, finding people. But a lot of it is really just based around like stealing food. Yeah. Um. Which is kind of weird. And, and we'll talk about that with like the, the story part. Yeah. But um, a lot of that you get you get some mini games. Uh, and then you have like your boss thing, which is those chasing sequences that we talked about which mm-hmm. are pretty darn awful like yeah. i i looked through other people playing them and like everybody's just dying and yeah you don't exactly. you don't really know what kills you until you do it and then you mm-hmm. got to start over and um i don't know it, it's crazy that crash could do it so well but then you know years later we still right like, they couldn't figure it out i don't know i I, th- I thought it was a neat idea because as you're as you're running through these areas, the area you're traversing is being like destroyed behind mm-hmm. you, which mm-hmm. is kind of neat and and visually, I guess, fun to look at. But um, yeah, I think at if the it end, had had yeah. more time, they could have really fine tuned it. But I think without the polish, it just doesn't work too well. Right. Totally. So, yeah, I there's. It's it's an interesting game because, again, like you said, the story is not really following exactly the movie. And then some of the levels where it's like, oh, we're in a marketplace, like a street market. And it's like, oh, what? Okay. And, <laughs> I mean, just weird. You know, and then the old lady from the beginning comes back, which, I don't know, it's kind of neat that they found a way to reincorporate her again. It's like, oh, we're, our, we're probably not s- super far away from where she lives. She probably has to come into the city to get groceries, so it's not far-fetched. Right, but, you know, it's still odd to just even have that at all. 
Um, so yeah, different environments and some of them not from the movie. Uh, but yeah, so that pretty much sums it up. Little differences here and there and then... Um, yeah, yeah, so I, I think if you're a fan of the plot of the movie, <laughs> I could see maybe you getting frustrated with this because yeah. it, it does deviate quite a bit right. uh, at different points. But it's it doesn't deviate enough that you're like, oh, this is a different storyline. Right. Like, it's still close enough that it's basically the movie, mm-hmm. but enough that it could probably piss you off if, if yeah. you're like, what are you doing? What is happening? Like, yeah. A lot of things kind of like you get reunited with your with his remy gets reunited with his family like super quick like almost immediately after right and it's just like okay okay yeah but clearly they had to do that to come up with um you know plot for them to use for their game like oh now you need to go help the other rats to do these side missions because mm-hmm. otherwise who like who are you going to go to so right. um obviously they made some decisions based on trying to come up with a game and so uh most of the games that we cover that are based off um you know disney movies are going to deviate to some degree um but like i said i think it just depends how big a fan you are of the original but Mm -hmm. uh, this one deviates quite a bit nothing like overly ridiculous like even the uh the marketplace is like okay yeah that's not in the movie but it's it's realistic to believe that there's a market yeah that it's, you know, somewhere near there that they could totally go off and expand the storyline off of. So that it didn't bother me as much, but I know a lot of people and some of the people's reviews that we looked into mm. weren't a big fan of the deviation. So, right. I don't know. And I will just say it is weird, like, to try and come up with enemies for the kitchen. It's like, yes. oh, here's a crab. Oh, here's clams just jumping around. Like, it's really weird and out of place. And, like, obviously they would not actually be doing that in a kitchen. I don't know. But I mean, some of those make sense. There's like a frog at one point. That doesn't make as much sense. Well, they make sense of being in a kitchen, but like the clams are just out in the open, just jumping. Like it's really, (laughs) they got out Jeff. They were supposed to be cooked and they didn't get cooked. (laughs) And then, Um, you know, to kill the crab, you have to um, give it hot sauce. Right. Naturally. (laughs) And then then it explodes. (laughs) Yeah. obviously right. um yeah i don't know I, ratatouille is not really an, an action movie to begin with it's mm-hmm. like that's not the point of the movie so i i don't know i feel like the route they went with this like giving remy attacks and stuff like yeah. i don't know if that's necessarily what they should have done with this mm-hmm. if i were them i feel like i would have tried to come up with something better like hey let's make this a cooking game or totally. or let's make it a game about controlling linguini the whole time because that's kind of the whole point and i don't know and maybe those things are just they're not enough to build a whole game off but um yeah there are there are cooking games um that are fun um what's the one that we play with the uh overcooked yeah overcooked okay yeah yeah Yeah, sorry we don't play that together but i know you play i've played played it um yeah, that's a whole game based on cooking. It's, like, super mm-hmm. fun. And so, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they could have just, like, the running around and fighting thing just doesn't really feel like it's in the spirit of what the movie was. Because it Agreed. wasn't, like, all of a sudden at one point the bad guys take over and Linguini gets kidnapped and Remy has to <laughs> battle everybody to, like, win him back. Like, it just, I don't know. So, right. I get that that's kind of the trope with, you know, 3D platformers is mm-hmm. you run around and you fight off little things. And um, and then to make things worse, you got the Wiimote. And so I'm, like, shaking it to <laughs> do attacks and stuff. And it's oh, just no. like, 
kind of yeah, I don't have that issue at least. <laughs> well, that's true. So Thank goodness. Th- that's good. But <laughs> no, you're totally right. And I think they, they really took, I don't know, safe bet is the right. Totally. It's it's like the lazy bet. And I don't, I hate to call game devs lazy because I know they're not. But just somebody somewhere made the decision, whether it was marketing or whoever, is like, oh, no, it needs to be like this or or whatever. But it's like, you're absolutely right. It could have had way better use of the license in ways that made sense for it and either still totally. followed the plot of the movie or gone unique. Like, it would have been cool to see a day in the life of Linguini outside of work and you're controlling him or who knows. Like, you know, that whole part in the movie where he's like hung over and asleep in the kitchen and Remy's like <laughs> controlling him like that yes. would have been a great mission or you know like something yeah. like that like a try and act natural right it would have been, been cool and like you said yeah anything cooking either if it's recipe driven or or slicing something or I don't know you could have done either precision type gameplay where you're trying to like get the right proportions into a, a meal or mixing the right ingredients based on environmental clues I don't know there's there's a million routes they could have taken, and I feel like they took the safest one. Yeah, and I don't know, and maybe I'm being like way too like thinking overthinking yeah. it. <laughs> and you're right; it's totally a safe bet. They know the formula works. Mm-hmm. They probably only had so much time to do it, right. and so um, they didn't have time to sit around and go, "All right, what is the true meaning behind <laughs> this movie, and how can we like create a game that encapsulates that?" Like, I get that that's not necessarily realistic. Um, I actually think the dream sequences probably make the most sense out of like yeah. the whole thing is it's a good way to explore a character's like fascination with food without him battling little minions the whole time. It's literally just platforming Mm -hmm. and you're exploring around this area full of foods. And, and I think that works well. Um, Agreed. And I I think even tying it back to like the spirit of the movie, whenever he, you know, mixes two flavors in his mouth and he has that little like out of body experience with like the dancing colors. Yeah. It it sort of ties into that. So it, it makes sense for his character. So mm-hmm. totally, I, I like that too. Um, I guess another positive thing is um, this game benefits the fact that your main character is a mouse. So uh, yeah. these areas that you get to explore are obviously much bigger. And mm-hmm. so uh, it makes you know certain areas just kind of a little more enjoyable to traverse. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's fun ways to get around to different things. You're, you're platforming off, you know, at one point you're like jumping on baguettes and, and muffins and things yeah. in like this area. And so and it, go, it creates some fun places to kind of jump around, which is cool. Totally. No, I like that you can like run underneath the ovens and like the fire, just like in the movie, you can kind of see it come on. And yeah. um, I do really like the, the camera is like this fisheye, super wide angle lens, which makes it look even the environments look even bigger. Um, so I thought that that was kind of cool. It kind of gives, makes you feel more like you're a little mouse than if the camera was more traditional 3d platformer. It's interesting because it's like the, the dimensions and all that, it make it very similar to like toy story, toy story two and three, um, right. 2d ones. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Nice. All right. Yeah. Um, I guess last thing, yeah. the, the formula itself, I think just kind of outstays its welcome. I didn't play the yeah. game in its entirety, but, um, I just don't feel like they shake it up enough, in, no. uh, you know, toward the end. So I could, I could see a lot of people who did play this just getting burnt out eventually and being like, uh, like trying to 
keep pushing forward when it's just mm-hmm. more of the same, more of the same. So yeah. I think it definitely it hurts from that. But once again, when you're on a time crunch, you, you come up with your 13 levels and you you just kind of make it happen. You do what you can and maybe you don't have, you know, the uh, support from above to like come up with new things. Mm-hmm. You know, you come to like, hey, I came up with this great idea. Like, no, we, we don't have time for that. Just yeah, just do this. Yeah. yeah. And so I get that. I, I try to understand. But I think it definitely hurts it. So Yeah. It's weird that there are as, as many levels as there are because I guess because they're smaller, they felt they needed to have more or something. I don't know. They're not they're not horribly small. But yeah, the redundancy just just like they could have done half as many levels and maybe done a few different types of missions in the level more like tony hawk like you were saying right um so that's too bad but uh with that we should jump into the story and the levels and kind of just tie those together um as we've mentioned multiple times the story very very loosely follows the movie uh but it really does deviate a lot so you know you start out in the yard or the farmhouse outside of the old lady's house in the french countryside um, and that kind of puts you through tutorial or whatever. And then before the even you get inside the house and the action sequence really happens, it just kind of cutscenes you away down to the river, which is mm-hmm. a bummer. I thought that would be a cool action sequence for the ending. Unless yeah. I'm just not remembering it, but Being I feel like chased. they just glossed over that. Yeah, no, they totally do. It's all cutscene. All of a sudden yeah. you're in the river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer. Um, the tutorial is fine. It you know gives you a meal. Just kind of gives you different tasks to do around the. I guess it's a barnyard, yeah. and uh, you know you learn the the ropes of the mechanics and all that. I think that's a, it's a good tutorial. It's if not a little long. Um, it's like a good twenty five thirty minute tutorial. Mm. Uh, but yeah, and then from there, you know, so that's similar ish to the movie. It's a little more elaborate, but works. Um, then you're on the river, avoid obstacles. That one was kind of connect. Uh, yes, or absolutely. Pixar rush. Yep. Um, so I was fine. And then you get to the sewers somewhere underneath, uh, Gusto's restaurant. And then eventually, but, um, from there, you know, it's like suddenly you're, you're with your brother and your family again, and you're helping rats do different things. And it's just like, wait, what? This is not in the movie. This is not anywhere how the movie goes it's kind yeah of like weird. stealing food from linguini yeah. after you become friends with him is just like he doesn't do that in the movie until the very end when he gets mad when at him like, upset yeah right so this whole i get that they needed things to do and so for some reason this was like the best subplot they could come up with like yeah. we'll just have him helping his his rat relatives steal food the whole time and it's like, yeah and again okay. something they could have done to make that work and make the game more interesting is maybe helping them outside of the restaurant or something. I don't know, like not stealing from Linguini, but stealing from a rival restaurant or who knows? I don't know. There's, there's, yeah, it's like, I don't know, maybe some neighborhood bully cat thing. And you have to steal from that cat's owner. I don't know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe not like that, but it just seems odd. Like it's at odds with the character and the plot of the movie. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's kind of like you, you go through the motions, you have these different levels with uh, different objectives. And then I, I don't know if we want to go through level by level. Yeah, we, or, we really don't need to. I yeah, mean, uh, kind of name them 
but it's yeah. like you're in the streets of Paris. There's one called Home Stink Home where you're in the sewer. Uh, the soup assistance mission, kitchen, another Parisy one, leaky pipes, so like a lot of sewer stuff. Um, Little Chef Big Kitchen, which I think that's the one that's different from the Xbox one where I assume these are the levels from the GameCube one. Where, I, or yeah, the I Wii think one. so. I think they are. But um, then back to underground, then the city market, like the made up part, slide mm-hmm. of your life, which is definitely not in. Yeah. So these are from the other version, but right. um, and then the deserted kitchen at the end and then the ending where you essentially are trying to escape. Is it Skinner? The old yes. chef. And he gets freaking crushed by a chandelier like, <laughs> and the restaurant, like the pillars fall over and break. Like it's really weird. Yeah, like, it is weird. It, like, I don't know the health inspector thing just wasn't as good for video game or if, like this big action sequence where you destroy the restaurant gets you to the same ends, but not the same way of doing it. I don't know what their thought process was, but right. Yeah. You basically kill Skinner at the end. So, yeah, they just needed some big climactic finish and Looney Tunesy. Yeah. And I guess like you could argue that Ratatouille doesn't necessarily have like a, a huge like finale. I mean, right. Like you said, yeah, the, 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 the final thing is they get a really good review and then he shows, mm-hmm the the food critic that it's a mouse or a rat and then it's like okay then everyone lived happily ever after so right uh, it it was kind of missing that looney tunes uh (laughs) you know big conclusion kablooey thing yeah so chandelier it is yep well with that do you want to go through final thoughts yeah let's do it okay so i'll i'll start basically it's it's a decent tie-in game. There's definitely there was a lot of effort put into it. Um, it's not bad per se, but it's bad. <laughs> um, they, I, I think if you've gotten this far in the episode, you can understand that it's like they tried a few different things. They kind of stuck to the 3D platformer thing and threw in uh, some mini games here and there, and it just gets repetitive. Uh, the graphics are decent looking and, and the more I'm looking through even a let's play right now the 360 version there's some good like lighting reflections on the environment and stuff like that um, specular highlights I think is what the term would be and so it's it's not an ugly game the textures can be a little muddy up close but in general the broader look of the levels the art design is, is good uh, good audio in general great voice acting and, and music and so for me, I I enjoyed the package, but I didn't really enjoy playing the game, um, if that makes any sense at all. I you know it was like okay, I see what they're doing here. It's a good mindless little romp that has if I can just let go of the fact that it's not like the movie really at all, I can enjoy it for small bursts. I think I ended up in total playing like two or three hours right off the bat, and then kind of just like okay, I know what this game is like. I'm not really feeling compelled to get to the ending um and i think that's kind of the best way to describe it like you can you can enjoy it but it's not um by any stretch a masterpiece right how about your thoughts 
normally with these games, I usually say if you enjoy the source material, you should check it out because mm-hmm. at least you would enjoy it if you're a fan. But I don't even know if I can say that with this one. Um, it's not complete garbage. It, it is playable. Uh, there are a lot of people that have good memories uh, mm-hmm. playing this game, you know, as kids. And so, like, I, I get the value in that. Um, I think it's just such a big turnoff to me that they they tried so hard to have this game available for any and all yeah. platforms that could you know play it and so that to me kind of just makes it feel like it's just like really sold out cash um, grab. yeah yeah it's a cash grab and so um and so a lot of these things the faults of these of this game just become that much more apparent because it's like well maybe you know if you'd focused up and mm-hmm. maybe you know put your money towards developing it for a a very you know small group of consoles you might have been able to have a better product i don't know and maybe that wouldn't be the case if they even if they had you know only done it for like two consoles but uh it's hard not to think that way is like man this could have been a lot better if if they would have just i don't know focused up and and maybe worked with the source material a little bit better but i agree with everything you said visually it you know certain parts are are fine others maybe not so great um uh, audio stuff is is definitely a strong point the the music's great and the voice acting's really good so um i don't know i I don't think i would necessarily recommend this um but if it was on sale and you liked nope i'm not even gonna say that nope uh no i gotta stick to my guns i I just don't think this is that great i'd rather play toy story 2 on the n64 than play this agreed uh i think it's just that's just a better game um i do appreciate that they put a little bit of variety in to try to not make it seem super stale Mm -hmm. even though it's still in the end just becomes way too repetitive too many sliding missions too many boss running your ways and, and and too many little side quests or little mini games and I, I don't know i did like the unlockable stuff i liked that there was a lot of stuff in the menus that you could try to unlock i thought that was cool um those are my final thoughts excellent Alrighty, well there it is ratatouille the video game uh well thank you everyone for joining us this week glad to be back and uh if you would like to you can follow us on twitter at mouse underscore bytes bytes with a y also you can find us on the nintendovillage.com from there you can find links to every episode as well as other great shows reviews and other content and our episodes are also on the youtube channel for nintendo village so if you'd like to see gameplay along with each episode you can check us out there as well so once again thank you and join us next time for the very classic lion king With that, have a great day. See you guys. And remember, everyone can cook. Although that doesn't mean that everyone should. Mm